This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. We are so glad that you're with us today. And we have Erica Fields. And today, we are talking all about lead generation, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what all the top mistakes are. And so, Erica, welcome. Thank you so much. I am excited to deliver this. So let's start by talking about some of the biggest mistakes that you see when people are doing lead generation. Because yeah. I think people are frustrated. They're like, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried this other, this didn't work, that didn't work. And they're just like, what am I doing wrong? Right. It's very easy to start internalizing it when you try all these different things and nothing's quite working out for you and you see other people have success. It can really start internalizing it. You feel like you're not good enough, right? When that's not really the case at all. So some of those mistakes are things like generating, focusing on generating buyers and sellers at the same time, right? Instead of being intentional and creating that laser focus and say, for example, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get some listings because do buyers want the real estate agent or do they want the listing? They want the listing, right? So if you're looking to even attract more buyers, instead of running out and trying to get each individual buyer, how about you grab that one listing and then all the buyers come to you, right? So that's a, another way to start looking at it is um, think about, same with your social media posts, focus on speaking to that one person. Now, you might've heard that phrase before. When you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. Even with your social media, hey, if you're looking to buy or sell your home, if again, you're looking to generate listings and a seller is looking at your profile and everybody else's profile, and you are talking directly to the seller, whereas most people are saying, hey, if you're ready to buy or sell, that's more of a generalist. Whereas if you're speaking straight to the seller, they get more of a specialist vibe, right? And again, we hear that, that metaphor, well, wh who makes more money, the generalist or the specialist, the heart surgeon or the general practitioner? It's the specialist every time. Right. So that's one mistake is focusing on buyers and sellers at the same time. All right. The second. So, and right now, people should be focusing on sellers because yeah. that's what we need. That's the easiest thing for them to do. And then you can advertise the listings and gain buyers from that. We'll talk about how to get those listing leads uh, in just a minute. But what else? And I love what you said. If you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. We have to just, these kind of things, just keep hammering that into your head. Are Do you want to be a generalist or do you want to be a specialist? The specialist always makes more money. So type that in the chat right now. This is stuff that you just have to keep repeating to yourself over and over and over. What's another mistake? Thank you. The, another mistake is asking everybody else, what is working for you to get more listings? All right. And I think we've been programmed to ask that because, well, if you want more listings, the next question you want to ask is, well, how do I get more? Well, what's working for you? And here's why that's a mistake. All right. Have you ever seen that question in a Facebook group? How many responses are there? Hundreds, right? 
everybody is saying what lead source worked for them. And so when you ask that question, you're going to get a ton of responses. You're going to get conflicting responses. You will probably be more overwhelmed and confused after asking everybody else than you were before. All right. So that is a very sneaky mistake. It's almost like asking, well, what food worked for you to get healthy? Well, I don't know. Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain weight? Are you trying to build muscle mass? Are you allergic to any food? What do you have at home? Right? So we want to make sure when we're dealing with, with attracting listings or gaining more listings or leads in general, we want to start with our current goals in mind. And that's actually sneaky mistake number three. Yeah. I want to, I want to give you guys an example on that because I will tell you, I have a good friend of mine that's super, super healthy. And he was telling me what his diet is. Meanwhile, he works out like two hours a day and he eats a lot of meat and a lot of fruit. And he was just going on about how healthy he was. Meanwhile, I was starting to eat like him. I gained five pounds and I, he was starting to eat like raw milk. Well, I just, my gut just wasn't ready for having raw milk. So again, like that worked for him. It was a complete disaster for me. Like I was just as sick as a dog. So knowing, you know, and if you know, you're not a door knocker, like you're like, absolutely not. I'm not knocking on someone's door and being like, hi, you ready to sell your home? Then just someone else might be like, oh, that's fun. I love meeting new people, you know, not for one. So keep going. What's another mistake? That's beautiful. Yes, that takes us into our our third mistake, which is not actually starting with our own goals and resources and timelines. A lot of times when we ask, hey, what's working right now to get listings, that doesn't necessarily mean in the next 90 days or in the next uh, three months, right? Or 90 days, three months, um, the the next year, right? How are you lining up your pipeline for 2024? So not starting with your own goals and resources in mind is one of those sneaky mistakes that will cause you to, again, look for what's working for everybody else instead of saying, all right, well, how can I look at this from a strategical and intentional level? That way, as your business continues to grow, Chantel, isn't it, wouldn't it be exhausting to continuously have to ask other people over and over again without under, understanding from a business perspective how to grow your business on your own, right? Like, why is that working for you? Why do those lead sources work? So we want to start with our own goals, resources, and timelines, because we're not trying to meet someone else's goals. <laughs> so we don't want to, we don't want to follow their plan necessarily, unless their situation's very similar, right? Right. What else? Sneaky mistake number four is trying to do all of the things. And again, this is kind of a symptom of, hey, what worked for you? Well, door knocking, open houses, cold calling ads, right? You're going to get all of these responses and you might want to try them all. All right. So I, um, I had this gal who was working with me and she not only was working residential, all right, residential real estate. She was also uh, a part of commercial and she had her license in two different cities Uh, or sorry, she's in part of MLS in two different cities. So it's a completely different, um, it's completely different people in both cities as well. And the, on top of that, she was also in commercial. So she had like seven, eight, nine different varieties of conversations and essentially um, system to convert, right? Because 
your commercial person is not going to be the same conversation as your residential conversation, even inside of so residential. You're saying just wearing too many hats. They're just wearing, wearing way too many, many hats. Or doing all of the sources, like trying to do cold calling and trying to do open houses and trying to keep so social uh, media and trying to keep sphere of influence. If you don't have automated systems in place yet, when you're trying to do all of the things, you're like that gerbil on the hamster wheel because you have no time to truly get the results the way that it could be optimized from that one um, that one. Yeah, we, we had a guy that came on, uh, like two weeks ago, he was amazing. And he talked about YouTube and how he's crushing it with YouTube, but he doesn't do anything else. Like that's it. He yeah. focuses on YouTube, but when you try to do YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, it, you're so scattered that it's like, you're just a hot mess. And it, like you said, it, trying to put them on so many different platforms it is exhausting as well. Now log into this one. Now log into that one. It's it's exhausting. I'd say it's the goal to work towards, but it's not the immediate solution. So let's talk about what to do. Is there any, oh, what's the last, what's the last and final mistake? Yes. The last five, mis uh, the last mistake here is mistaking your passive lead gen activities for active lead gen activities. Oh my gosh. Amen. Type that in the chat. Say that again, please. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so <laughs> true. Right. We have to understand what is the difference between passive lead gen activities and active lead generation activities. So and give I, us some examples. Yes. I actually have a slide with some examples if you'd like for me to. Sure. Okay. I will share uh, the screen here. So that way, and anybody is take a screenshot, whatever you'd like to do here. So that way we can, here we go, share. All right. Wow, I have a lot of things on my screen that are making it hard to see here. Okay, here we go. You know, the Zoom bars pop up all over the place. All right, here you go. So we'll make it nice and big for you. All right, so our active lead generation examples. These are going to be on the left-hand side here. You will see the, the differentiator is that your active lead generation are conversations with a real estate focus. All right. You're going to talk to them and it's going to be about real estate. It's not that casual. Well, if it happens to come up, it's going to come up. No, this is directly about real estate. All right, so some of those are going to be like your for sale by owners, um, even calling around a just listed or just sold home, even some DMs, um, like reaching out to maybe one of your sphere of influence has mentioned to you, they are interested. Well, that is actually going to be uh, a conversation with a real estate focus. So you don't want to necessarily put that to the side just because you're focusing on for sale by owners or open houses, right? We also want to gauge temperature. So if you have a sphere of influence, you're saying, I am interested, right? That is a conversation with a real estate focus. Those are active lead generation activities. On the other side, our passive ones, and this is where we get caught up because it is so easy. When I first started, I would fill my day with stuff like, oh, popping in, um, business cards, doing, um, uh, sorry, popping in the business cards and trying to talk to my sphere of influence, right? Talk to everybody, Erica. That's all you have to do. Just talk to everyone you know. 
And so I was spending a lot of time doing this passive legion, uh, which makes you busy. You feel ultra productive. But at the end of the day, at the end of the week, even when I had to ask myself, well, how many times did I actually have an opportunity to ask for business? How many times did I have the opportunity to get in front of an appointment or a real estate conversation? Right. So we want yeah, to. Understand- I, I can't even stress this enough because one of the things we tell agents to do that will change their business is every single week to create three things that they are going to do as commitments that are specific, measurable, and actionable. Well, the problem is, is that again, a lot of those commitments that these agents are making are on the passive lead generation example. So they're like, let's pretend it's July 4th. And they will be like, well, I created a post about July 4th with my picture and said, happy July 4th, everyone. I don't understand. I didn't get any business from it. I posted, you know, three other pictures of real estate houses. Again, that is passive lead gen and agents are avoiding all of the active lead gen and then going, I don't understand why I don't have the business. So that's where it's, I always say this, stop pointing the finger like I can't, you know, it's their fault. This is why it's not working. No, take your thumbs, point them at yourself and say, what am I doing to do active lead generation, which is getting on the phone, doing open houses, calling the for sale by owners. Um, So one thing that you mentioned right before the call that I thought was really good is you were talking about the difference between calling 10 for sale by owners versus calling 10 people who are in your sphere. You can stop. Do Do you have something else you want to share? Is there anything else you want to share? No, that is good. I really wanted to just give them examples there of passive and active. So they have clear examples. I want to tell you one of the reasons why I joined and I just love Cancel is that I can get 100% commission. I get revenue share and I get stock. I am making thousands of dollars every single month in revenue share and stocks. And I now don't have to work nights and weekends on real estate anymore. You know, I've actually never been to a real estate agent's retirement party. And I want to be the first one that people are coming to at a young age. And I want to share with you some of my favorite resources. So if you go to joincanzel.com slash free, there's a couple that I want you to download. One is a 20 free lead generating PDF. It's gonna help you generate leads for free that you can download, as well as there's one on how to double your business. I don't want you to miss it. Go download it today. Joincanzel.com slash free. So give the example of if I have my choice to call 10 people in my sphere, or if I'm gonna call 10 people in my for sale by owner, what would you suggest and why? Absolutely. The for sale by owner, if your goal is to generate listings with between now and the next 90 days, right? Because those people have literally said, I am interested in selling my house, right? If you take 10 of your sphere of influence, how many at any given time have expressed that interest, right? Almost zero to one usually. So that when you're going for consistency, 
That is why those for sale by owners and even the expired listings have also said, I'm interested in selling, right? Uh, so you want to you want to start gauging things from the urgency level of that overall lead source out of sphere of influence, urgency level, not so high out of for sale by owner. Urgency level is very high. Almost everybody's interested in doing something right. So as far as Facebook goes, so is there anything that someone could post on Facebook that you would say that this is more of an active way to do it versus a passive way? Like, let's say someone said they wanted to develop some kind of asset that had real estate, useful real estate information. Like, for example, they had like a, you know, something that said, if you want to know the top five things that you can do to generate, uh, you know, more money for your house, click on this link or something like that. Or would you say, no, that's still passive. What's, what's going to be an active thing for you to generate leads is calling the for sale by owners or doing an open house and contacting the neighbors and saying, you know, come join me. What would you say would be good for Facebook? That, that's a fantastic question. You know, I want to think of it as almost like a slider bar. On the passive scale, that type of Facebook post that you just created there, Chantal, which is brilliant, right? Like, hey, um, here are the five things that are costing sellers money when selling their home in 2023, right? Raise uh, who's interested in this. And I like to do, hey, uh, raise your hand if you'd like this PDF. And that's one of my main lead generation strategies is having a resource. Who wants the resource? Everybody who raised their hand is a, a lead, especially if you do a topic like that, right? Hey, here are the five things you need to know before selling your house. Or if you're looking to generate leads for next year, and here's the beauty of being able to do this on social media, who's interested in selling in 2024? If you're selling in 2024, here are the three things you need to be doing now to make sure you walk away with the most amount of money. So now that though we are setting it out there and it's more passive because we're not, we don't have, we can't take that post and put it, I can't go, oh, Chantel, look at my post, right? The algorithm is the one doing that. So that's why it's a little more passive because once you post it, now you have to wait, right? So what you can do is since it's a little more on the active side, do that post and call five FISBOs while you're waiting for somebody to, to get on your post, right? To engage on your post. Now above posting, Chantel, engaging, I believe is almost more important because you can, you can post and you'll, you'll see profiles that have posts every single day, two likes, three likes. So it's not necessarily the posts right? It's that engagement. Social media wants you to be social. And, yeah. and I've said this before, if you guys dare put a link, any kind of link in your social media, you might as well just cut your head off because Facebook and all of them want you to stay on your platform. Do not put a link. You say comment below if you want more information or, and then you DM them. Even if you respond with a link, cut your head off because you're not going to get any engagement. I've told you guys before that one of my best posts that I do, and I do it every randomly, is I say, if I could get you $10,000 more, or I sometimes I don't say 10,000, I just say, if I could get you a lot more money than you think you could get for your home, would you even consider selling? If you would, comment below. 
that is passive, but it's kind of a little bit more on the active. If they responded me and then I picked up the phone and said, what's your phone number? And then I called them. Now we're moving from passive over to active again. Yes. It's like a gateway. Give us some more active things that people can do that you're like, this is good because we need listings right now. Everyone on this call needs listings. What, give us five things you would do if you want to get and be on the active side and get listings right now. I would find local Facebook groups. So HOAs sometimes have Facebook groups. Sometimes cities have Facebook groups. Find a Facebook group that uh, has members of your community and start showing up in that Facebook group. You do not need to show up as a real estate agent. However, if you find a group where you can, like maybe a lender um, has a Facebook group that they've been keeping up with, that's a great Facebook group where you could actually be head front with your real estate, right? If it's about around real estate. Otherwise, look for community But again, groups. wouldn't you say that would be passive? Wouldn't that uh, be passive? So you, it would be allowing you to set yourself up for the, that more active conversation. Purely active, got to be on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to be on the phone. Here's the other idea. You can do events, right? Now, again, that's almost like the more active side of passive, but your conversations are geared towards, hey, here's what's going on at this event. I'm throwing this because X, Y, Z, and this is here. So think about your seller, your, your old-fashioned seller seminar, right? Or, or first home buyer seminar. Those seminars can be done virtually and live simultaneously, Right. And the converse. I, I agree. I think, I think, you know, doing any of the, anything where you get people on zoom, like for example, I'm going to be talking about like, get a lender to come on with you yes. um, and talk about, you know, what's going on in the market, any kind of zoom, invite people to that. That would be a really good idea. Um, what else? Um, you're for sale by owners. Uh, oh, garage sales. Okay. So garage sale, maybe with the weather right now would, uh, depending where you live, garage sales are great because, um, it's a very easy question. Oh, are you, you guys just doing spring cleaning or are you headed out of town? Right. Or you are moving a lot of times those garage sales, they're especially the big ones, they are moving. And so it's a great way to be right in front of that person at that time. Cause how hard is it sometimes to get just in front of somebody. <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of people who they, one of their commitments, okay, is they say, I'm going to reach out to 10 people in my sphere and they don't talk one bit about real estate at all. And they just call the 10 sphere and they're doing that, but they never talk about real estate. And then I've seen people and they're like, I just called, I've, literally this happened. Okay. One of our agents, uh, I talked to him, I said, how's it going? He said, well, I'm in a bad mood. And I said, why? He said, one of my friends decided to list with another one of our friends to list their home. And he's like, and I just talked to him last week. And I said, well, when you talked to him last week and made that call, did you ever talk about real estate? And he goes, no, when I call, I don't really talk about real estate. I just kind of, how's it going? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is what I'm talking about. The right. passive thing where it's like, I'm going to put three commitments that I'm going to call my sphere. I'm not even going to mention real estate. You have to say with your mouth, 
do you have any friends like let's do it let's I want you to be very aggressive okay you seem like you're very sweet I'm the one who's more aggressive but here I want you to be aggressive I want you to be the agent and you call me and I want you to tell me or tr say some of the after we let's pretend we've already done the chitter chatter blah 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 how's the family now yes. I want you to really come to me Perfect. what are you gonna say Perfect. You know what, Chantel, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And, you know, um, I also wanted to talk to you real quick. I'm actually calling as many people as I can right now. You've seen that our housing inventory right now, which is how many houses we have on market is super low, right? You've seen that all over the news. Yes, I really have. Well, right now I'm calling everybody I know because right now you could probably get more for you, your home than in the last, you know, five years or, you know, so I'm calling because the inventory is really low and I want to offer you a free home equity evaluation to just check where your equity is at and see, uh, really just check where your equity is at. And if you're interested in moving, we can absolutely talk about what that might look like for you going forward. So would you like to know more about your, your home equity update? Yeah, I really would. That'd be great. Now, do you need to come over to do that or do you just do it all online? Well, you know, I'd be happy to come over. I, it's been a while since I've seen you. Let me ask you, I actually have some time tomorrow around three or maybe the next morning at 8 a.m. How, how, which one works best for you? Yeah, that's tomorrow morning is perfect. So all just right. for that's good. now, what about asking about their friends? Because I think it's what happens is they're like, no, you they've already asked them. And it's like, let's pretend I said, now, you know, this is my, I will tell you this. I have a friend of mine who literally has moved every year and a half, every single year and a half. She moves really every two years. And every time she says to us, she's like, this is my forever home. She's like, I'm not moving. This is my forever home. And every two years she's ended up moving. Yeah. So even if they say to you, this is my forever home, it doesn't mean that's their forever home. It's their forever home in their mind for right that moment. And so what happens is in your mindset, you go, oh, well, that's their forever home. They've already told me that. So how would you combat that? If I told you, you just asked me, I said, well, this is my forever home. You know, you know, I'm going to stay here. What would you say to get me to start thinking or thinking about other people? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say, um, okay, just to be clear, if somebody right now was available with a full price offer standing outside your house with a briefcase full of cash, you wouldn't want to move? Because that's going to tell me how ready they were to move. Well, and I would add to that, I would say if they were willing to pay you more than what you think yes, the house is worth go. with a boatload of cash. Yes, absolutely. And maybe I would consider it for the right price as something that I would say. Right. And then what would you say to ask for that referral? Um, okay, so here's something that I found very helpful is, all right, Chantel, well, you know, um, of course, you know that I work off of referrals and I, I love taking care of anybody that you send to me. Um, off the top of your head, did anybody mention anything about buying or selling in the last two or three days to you? No, I, okay. I can't think of anyone. Okay, what about in that last week or month or so? Mm, no one that I can think of. No worries. You know what normally happens? But, but hold on. For right there, that's when I would start giving them ideas, right? Like, is anyone having a baby or are they getting, because if you ask them if anyone's selling a home, 
their first reaction is always going to say no, right? Well, here's my, here's the ending part to that is I, because if you ask them off the top of their head, nobody, even if they did know somebody, the second you're on the spot, your brain's like, "Uh, I don't know anybody. I don't know. Right. Does not compute. So what I do is I tell them, Hey, you know what? That happens all the time. More often than not, the second I leave here today, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, Susie from work just mentioned to go ahead and go ahead and text that to me as soon as you think of somebody. So I'm priming them that they're going to think of somebody. And when they do go ahead and text me. And more often than not, you will get a referral in a text message than, than getting it from there because it gives them that opportunity to think and then they, they realize. So I'd love to hear your, your, your. Yeah. Help. What I would say is, let me ask you, do you know anyone that right now is having any kind of life changes? Maybe they are having a baby or they're getting a divorce or any, maybe they're having another baby or anything like that. I would start talking about life changes. Yeah. And then I would say something, one of the things I like to say is like, I would say, Erica, I am so hungry for your business. And I want you to know that your referrals really mean so much to me. And so if you ever, even someone just mentions like, oh, I'm having a baby or something like that, what would mean the world to me is if you said something like, you know, I have this friend Chantel and she's in real estate, I'm going to text you her number. And if you guys ever just want to know what the value of your house is or whatever, no obligation, it's totally, you know, free. She will not hound you. She's really passionate about what's doing best for for you. And so like, even if it's better for you to rent instead of sell, she would be happy to do that. So would you just keep me in mind and please like, have my number, like forward it to whoever, or I'd love for you to even just send me on a group text. So you would say like, you know, introduce me and then I could take it from there. That would really mean a lot to me. If you could maybe just introduce me to one person this week that would be willing to do that. Would you, would you be willing to do just one person to introduce me to this week that might have a life change? Yeah, I'm sure I could find one person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the way that I said that is, I'm base. I'm telling you a couple things. I'm hungry for your business. I, all I want you to do is do a text introduction. That's super easy to do that text introduction. And three to just, I'm telling you, it would mean the world to me if you could do this. So I think that's super important. Well, we are actually a minute over and we're out of time. Anything that you want to leave people with that's like super important for them to get a listing, what would you tell them to do? I would tell, tell you to give yourself the power back to you. Give, give yourself the power again. Stop looking externally for what's working for everybody else. You know, I can't get this. The power is in you. And for the most part, the active lead generation sources are the active lead generation sources. They will always be the active lead generation sources. There's not a lot of different things that you can do, right? The the topic and the hook and all those things can be different, but a conversation is what's going to lead to that conversion. So contacts equals contracts. And that is the main thing is having those conversations with people. Oh, I love that. It's contacts equals contracts. Everybody type that into the chat. Contacts equals contracts. 
And that's it right now in the chat, type how many people are you contacting? That's it. When it comes to attracting agents to be under you, when it comes to, um, you know, finding out more buyers and sellers, contacts equals contracts. And that's what it's about. So tell listeners, this was wonderful. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Yes, the base, the best place is going to be Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Erica Linfields. Um, and I'm sure if you just Google or Facebook Erica Linfields, I'm going to come right up there. <laughs> awesome. uh, thank Great. you. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power pack episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.